Welcome to the 17th ever episode of the Iced Coffee Podcast. Hour. Hour. You had one, one job. more time? You had one job. Do I do it again? Or? <laughs> no, you keep going. Just roll with it? with it. Yeah. We're rolling with it. Yeah, we have made $4,069 on the podcast. Congratulations. That's Thank a lot you. of money. Thank you. 17 episodes. What's that per episode? That's Gosh, can you math? I can't math. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's like Ma- Mac. Max how much is two hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, around thirty dollars. Let's go. There we go. Yeah. We're cool. making two hundred dollars tonight. <laughs> that feels good. That Thanks, feels good. Right? Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So we have you as a guest today. I'm actually really excited for this one. Cool. I'm excited to be here. I'm I'm, I'm excited for everybody, honestly, who comes to the podcast. But this one especially because I've been watching your videos. Almost since the beginning. Really? I would say probably for about seven months. I no mean, because really, you've been like this entire year, you've been yeah. really grinding out, doing some amazing stuff. Thank you. Like, I appreciate really, that. just outrageous. Like, your Logan Paul video. Yeah. Is just with the pool. Yeah. And the boat. Yeah. And the, and the couch. Yeah, the couch. <laughs> so, give us a, a bit of an introduction of, of your channel and what you do for anybody who's uh, new to this. We got to get you to a million subscribers by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, basically, I'm Eric. Iraq, uh, and we make videos every single week. We call it. We say we uh, deliver premium content every single week, which is basically these uh, long story, long form storytelling videos where we take uh, top comments from the comment section. Sometimes, a lot of times, and we turn those into reality. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the vibe. And the main goal of the channel is to prove that in 2020 you can still make it as a creator on yeah. the platform because. Everybody seems to think that that's no longer an option. So the goal is to get from zero to one million subscribers by the end of 2020, before the end of 2020. Got it. But you've been doing videos with some really big people. David Dobrik. You yeah. surprised David Dobrik in the GT3. I surprised David Dobrik with himself, yeah. How do you do that? How do you find out where he is? You have a lot of connections because you've yeah. been with a lot of different people in a short span of time. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some yeah. trick to it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I always say like the trick to collaborating with people like much bigger than you is to, what is that? <laughs> Jesus, it's a cat. It's a cat. Jeez, hold on. Yeah, you're good. Um, so anyway, I don't know where you So were. what's your secret? Oh, the secret, the secret sauce. Uh, I don't know that there's like a super secret sauce. Here's, here's kind of how I think about the whole collaboration thing. I'm like a big consumer of YouTube, right? Uh, and I, and I think as a creator, I understand I think about like if I was if somebody's trying to collaborate with me or get my attention, how would they do that the best? And that the best way that I think about doing that is by pitching someone an idea that they literally cannot say no to because it's such a good idea and it makes content for them and it makes content for you. But more importantly, it makes content for them. And then you by second hand also have content. Does that make sense? That makes sense. It, it does, though. But how do you reach them? I mean, they must get hundreds, if not thousands of pitches every day. Yeah. How do you stand out? Yeah, I mean, here the, the deal is that I kind of don't get in touch with them. Sometimes I do, but most of the time I don't. Uh, and like, for example, the Logan video. Yeah. Uh, I found out that Logan was trying to sell his uh, $20,000 couches, and I became the buyer of those couches. So in order to receive the money from me to buy the couches, he by necessity has to collaborate with me. So I'm basically like, yeah, you kind of force your way into it, which is, which is yeah. smart. That's I smart. try to not use the F word. Oh, okay. But, okay. Okay. But it, but it, yeah, I mean, it's, you but know. you're not being overbearing because also, I mean, in that video, he was so happy. Yes. Like he was like ecstatic. He was like, that's the only thing I wanted for my birthday was for someone to take these couches yeah. 
away from me and you did exactly that. So he's very appreciative of that. Totally. And that's like where the offering value and like helping them comes in. Yeah. Wouldn't you have an assistant or someone else sell something? Because if I'm selling something, I'd probably just have Jack deal with it. Yeah, I mean, so we didn't know for sure if Logan would even be there right. when we went. Uh, it's it's uh, There's a lot of the videos that we make that is a complete gamble. So I flew out, cashed out an SBA loan, which we can go over if you want to, mm-hmm. uh, and everything. Flew out to L.A., went all the way to his house, rented the U-Haul, all on the gamble that Logan would be there. And then five minutes before we showed up, I said, by the way, like my client would love to meet Logan. And she said, yeah, Logan wants to be there and vlog, you know, if that's cool with you guys. So like we only knew five minutes before actually doing it that Logan would actually be there. So there would have been a chance you would have been out like how much? 20 something thousand dollars? Yeah, 17.5. But then also like travel. Oh, yeah, it's $20,000. Right. Said and done. Yeah. Wow. Should we give yeah. a little bit of background too, yes. just in case? Yeah. Do you want to explain the, the video or whatever? Um, the couch series specifically? Yeah. So the couch series was a series that we did on YouTube where uh, I bought and then made a series about Logan Paul's $90,000 Mercedes-Benz couches. Uh, And basically what happened was he put a swipe up thing on his Instagram story and explained that he was trying to sell these couches. And that was the one thing he wanted for his birthday was to get rid of these couches. Uh, And for me, I was growing. I was trying to find ways to grow. And when I saw that, like immediately for me, that clicked as an opportunity to like find a way to grab onto something that was pop culture and then show YouTube that like my personality and my skill set and my production quality and associate that with something that people were already interested in. Mm -hmm. So I reached out, tried to bid the highest out of anybody, made like a fake email, fake phone number, the whole thing, uh, a fake representative from like a team who was a private furniture buyer for an unnamed client who wanted these couches for their bar area, convinced his assistant that this was a real thing. Uh, and then got a brand to sponsor part of the video. Uh, but they wouldn't give me, like, they weren't going to give me any money up front. I only had, like, 80,000 subscribers at the time. Mm. Um, yeah. Why did he want to get rid of the couches so badly? <laughs> he said that they were the most uncomfortable couches he, he had ever sat on. So they were Is that like, true? Complete were they, pieces of garbage. Were they, They're definitely not comfortable. They're definitely not comfortable. I, They're made by Mercedes Benz. Created by Mercedes Benz. And they were $90,000. $90,000. Why did Logan buy them? Uh, he told me that he bought them because he was in a flex stage of his life where he was making like F oh, money okay, yeah, and he yeah. was making like a million bucks a day vlogging and selling merch. And he thought, why not just. Wait, okay, and... wait, let's, let's hold up. A million dollars. How much is he making? A million dollars a day? Now? No, no, back then, the back, flex stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundreds of thousands, about a million dollars some days. Big boy money. That's crazy. That was predominantly well, merch, though. It has to be like. Correct. Well, is that like a big day? Is it like he'll make an average yeah. salary like most yeah. days? And then like one day <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, made 500 grand. I had a big merch yeah. launch. And then the next day is like 10 grand. Is so, it like so that? So from what I understand, yeah. his merch company specifically in that his big like 2017 year made about $50 million. That's just merch. So gosh. <laughs> okay. So merch. So then probably half of that is product. At mm-hmm, least, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then he's probably making twenty five net after staff. Let's call it twenty two. No, the margins on like clothing is insane. So yeah, it, typically it's like fifty percent profit. So is what he's probably making for. about twenty mil, 25. twenty year, maybe ten to fifteen after tax. That's one stream of income. One stream of income. Here's what I think is the most interesting yeah. financially about that whole situation. Yeah. Um, Jeff, who is his manager, um, I talked to him briefly a while back, and he explained to me the mindset behind that. And you have to think for for fashion, right? Mm -hmm. It's one of the biggest marketing spend industries, right? Constantly trying to push this product. How do we make this like clothing appear cool to get people to buy it? That's Mm -hmm. a huge expense, right? For Logan, there's no expense. 
Correct. All I have to do is make videos every day that get tens of millions of views. And I will, he literally, they said no to every single person who ever tried to sponsor a video in the two years that they made videos, mm. said no to every single person, hundreds of millions of dollars they said no to, to invest in brand equity in the Maverick He's line. smart. Smart. He's smart. People don't give him and Jake the credit I think they deserve. I think they're just marketing geniuses. Yeah, you can say really? what you want about him, but yeah. um, you can't say that that was like a dumb decision. And maybe right. that's the people they're surrounding themselves with, but they uh, they work hard and they make smart wow. decisions. So. so he was in the stage and he thought 90000 on a couch. This is like <laughs> an hour of work. Let me spend an hour, get this Mercedes-Benz couch. Yeah. Did he sit on the couch prior to buying it? That's a good question. See, I don't know these things. I've seen the receipt of him spending the $90,000. Uh, and I mean, I sat on it with him. He said it was delivered from Italy and it just mm. came in the mail and was delivered to his house. That's like the ex- no. explanation. that I, I haven't sat on any of the furniture I bought. It's just, if it looks comfy, it's comfy. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've never sat on furniture. There's before. something about, but you're not spending $90,000. No, there's something, about, yeah, there's no, something that but, feels like there's like a tiered point. If you're going to spend 90 yeah. K yeah. you have like a professional furniture tester. Like yeah. some presets yeah. on the couch before you. You would have to fly someone to Italy. Yeah. To go and sit down. Imagine if that's yeah. your job. Like you get on a plane. Yeah. Just days, sit down on the couch. And you yeah. sit. You're like you have a, a sheet where yeah. you go and rate it. Like check boxes. Yeah. <laughs> comfort yeah. level out of ten. Yeah. Firmness. I mean, softness. Okay. If I had to give it a comfort level out of ten, it would be like a two. Okay. I mean, where, what's this on your? This right here. Yeah. I mean it's uh four. Five? Really? Yeah. That's pretty low. I was expecting higher. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm very comfortable. Come on, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. I mean, but it's, <laughs> but it's not so like you have like pretty high seven. standards. For, I feel like I'm, like I mean, five is five is listen, like. Listen, you guys have to understand you're dealing with a couch connoisseur. I spent <laughs> okay. months with these couches. You know, that's true. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm com- I'm probably like it. Eight or a nine, maybe. Now I'm very comfortable. I'm like a seven. So. <laughs> yeah, you don't look comfortable one bit too. Jeez. Like, so. <laughs> so where's the couch now? That's a good question. Yeah, uh, it's been my goal with the couches was to make the series and then distribute them among the YouTube community and let other people make videos with them. Uh, so I think they're just like spread out. I have none of them. <laughs> one of them was I I filled with dynamite and blew up. So there's three sections of the couch that are somewhere in YouTube land lost. I have no idea where they are. What made you want to make videos? Why, what were you doing before 2020? Making videos. Just for like yeah. different purpose. Okay, like uh, what? So I had like a production company. I still have it. Uh, but it is a wedding video and photo company. Uh, and we basically, like I don't shoot any of them. So you'll appreciate this because you're a business mm-hmm. guy. But basically we pay for marketing in 15 different cities. Uh, and then subcontract out talent to fulfill. And then we have a full-time editor who okay. those card boxes of SD cards are then FedExed overnight mm. back to our editor and he cranks out videos and photos. Are you still doing that or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That okay. runs in the background. So okay. that's like, that kind of like allows me to spend all of my money that I make on YouTube on YouTube. Okay. So you're still earning a living then in the background of what you're doing from YouTube. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Smart. Yeah. But why then make the change to YouTube this year? Why not do it last year? What, what sparked that? Um, it was kind of like a thing with that business. Like I couldn't justify doing YouTube until this year based on like my income from that company and based on like how much time was necessary to get that company up and running to the point where I didn't have to spend every day, every hour of every day mm-hmm. doing that and delegating tasks and like putting a team together that could take care of that without me having to spend my time on it. Uh, and the goal for the last two years has been 2020 is the year that I'm going to do YouTube. Yep. Um, Walk so, us yeah. through your first video. How do you start? My first no, video. No views, no subscribers. My first video. What was video. that first video? My first star one. 
Yeah, that was like in 2016. I mean, I've been making videos since I was like nine years old. Mm -hmm. uh, those were the first ones on that channel, but I've been making videos on YouTube, failed channel after failed channel after failed channel after failed channel until this year. Um, so yeah, it's definitely not an instant success story. I don't. It probably appears that way, but it's definitely not. Um, I made a bunch of channels. They all have like one to 300 subscribers or something. And then one finally took off, you know, did you know that this channel was going to be successful? Um, I knew that I was going to work as hard as humanly possible on this channel and that I was going to give it my full priority and to make it successful. And if it wasn't successful, that was okay because I was going to give it yeah. everything that I possibly had. That was kind of my mentality behind it. Like I will spend all of my money on this until it's successful and I will give mm -hmm. it all of my attention until it's successful. And if it's not, there's something wrong with me or there's something wrong with YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. today my mission was to watch every single one of your videos. Cause I've seen like yeah. a couple of your videos, like here and there. Like, I think I saw one of the couch series yeah. and then I saw like the David Dobrik impersonation one. Yeah. But today I was like, okay, I got to learn a lot about Eric. So yeah. I went and I started at the bottom and I watched like all the way up until like, I started didn't make the bottom it. And I was here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, I like, I have like five left That's that I crazy. didn't get to finish. Cool. But, but yeah, like the amount of work that you've done, just this year alone is like insane. Yeah. Like you've done huge production videos, right? Mm. Where it's, I'm guessing it's probably just you and like maybe one other person or two other people, but it looks like it's like done by like a huge, like, I don't oh, know, thanks, man. Yeah. Really business. That. How much work goes on behind the scenes to make a video? I mean, tons, dude, tons. Max looking at me over here because he's kind of works on it too. But I mean, we spent five days and had three mental breakdowns making the last video. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's an entire, eventually we'll bring on like production staff and stuff to kind of help with coordinating. But right now, like throwing a couch out of a moving airplane, mm. like that is an entire stunt that I had to coordinate with myself, my pseudo manager at the time. And that was it. And the airplane place like closed on us this, like they, they wouldn't, they canceled on us day of. We had Jay Alvarez coming and I had to figure that out. And then we had to find a new place and then sign all these things and pay $6,000. I mean, it's a nightmare. I mean, making these things happen is a nightmare. How do you come up with these ideas? That's Where does that come part. up? I don't come up with any of the ideas. I come up with a few, but most of them are uh, community generated. I feel mm. like, like I, I feel like I have like one of the best fan bases. Like they like they're like they, the problem with them is that they get bigger and bigger every time. So they come up with these crazy ideas, and then like all I have to do, all I have to do yeah. is make it reality. How did that video come about of sneaking into Dan Bolzerian's place? Oh, man. That was my idea. That was definitely my idea. Uh, there's something That was one of the craziest videos that I would... Did you see that video? Yes. Okay. I was I saw on the, the edge of my seat okay. the entire time because it's like these aren't fake. Yeah. You could tell some videos that that you they're, they're obviously staged and there's a bit of a script, but it was like you hiding out. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, sure. Uh, Give it the back end a little bit if you're going to... Totally. So that if, video if is no could, longer available. If you could talk about it. Yeah, there's yeah. some stuff I can talk about. There's some stuff I can't. But basically, that video no longer is available on Wait, YouTube. How about this? Tell us what happened on that for anybody who has not seen that video. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can't see it anymore. But basically what happened was I had the bright idea of uh, Dan Bilzerian, who was recently actually kicked out of that house, which I don't know if you've made videos about. Non-payment to rent, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, basically was throwing his annual Valentine's Day party. Uh, and it's invite only. Uh, the girl to guy ratio is five to one. So it's like all girls, one guy for every five girls. And it's just like all of the Instagram models of all of LA go there. And it's like the most exclusive party in LA. Normal people, 30 normal people could buy tickets to come to the party for $20,000 each. God, Every ticket was $20,000. He was selling 30 of them. Uh, 
So in my mind, I thought it would be really fun. I have an affinity for sneaking into places. I don't know what it is, but I have just this addiction to doing just uh, crazy stuff like that. So anyway, I flew to LA, decided I was going to sneak into Dan Bilzerian's party. Probably had like 20,000 subscribers at the time. And I just thought it would be a crazy video. So I spent the entire day trying to sneak into Dan Bilzerian's party, trying to fake wristbands, trying to sneak into his property uh, to like talk to somebody and find a way to get a ticket in. And at the end of the day, nothing ended up working out. We ended up getting kicked out of a certain area. And uh, I decided my last ditch effort would be to just walk up through the front gates. And I did. And nobody stopped me. And uh, I walked in at about 7 p.m. The party started at 11. So I had four hours to kill. So I hid in some bushes in his front yard and slept there for four hours. And then I woke up and then uh, made my way into the party. Um, a lot of stuff happened between that time. But yeah, we made it into the party. Uh, posted a video about it. The video went huge pretty quickly. And then uh, within 48 hours, I was reached out to by Dan's law team in person and over email. In and person? Yeah, it was uh, served papers. Wow. Yeah. So I think that was how I found your video. That's how I That's found how your you channel. That's how found the channel. Right. And Crazy. in the very beginning too, because I noticed I watch a lot of YouTube. Oh, and you I think it. YouTube sometimes recommends me content as like a test. Yeah. And when I watch it all the way through, <laughs> I knew that was going to be a big video. Cool, yeah. I think I saw it under 100,000 views. Yeah. And I knew like, oh man, this is going to be like a million plus view video. Yeah. How does he find you in person? Uh, it? It's a great question. They have. He has a really phenomenal law team. Uh, they do their... Apparently, I sent it to a few, like my lawyer, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a huge team." Uh, so they had my at my home address and everything like on the uh, on the papers that they served mm-hmm. me. So they somehow got all my information, came to the door, gave me the papers, got an email at the same time. So they just want the video down. They right? want the video down, yeah. or else, yeah, yeah. They're not going to pursue it. Why would yet. they want the video down? They like it. <sighs> that's the hard part. Is like I, I I do understand and I do empathize with them because it's basically a tutorial on how to sneak into Dan Bilzerian's house, right? That's this high fair. profile celebrity, yeah. And I basically created a tutorial on how to do that, which is understandably, if you're a property owner, I did not like break and enter. I literally just walked through the gates to an to a what is basically an open invite party. If you're not gonna, if you're just gonna let me walk in, it's a party. You're throwing a party and inviting right. five thousand people to your house. I'm not just like. He's at the house by himself, like hanging out, and I'm just gonna hop the fence and go try to hang out with Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, I'm coming to his party, right? And, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, he has the resources to pursue that and like drain you dry of money if you wanted to fight that. Absolutely. What would be your legal right if you snuck into a party yeah. and you decided I have all the money in the world, I'm gonna fight this back? Is there any grounds that you could keep the video up? It's a great question. Uh, I ran it by my lawyer. And he was basically like, their law team will find a way yeah. to to make an example of you if you don't take that video down. And at the time, I, yeah, like I said, I had like 20,000. Maybe after that video, I had like 45,000 subscribers. And I was trying to think of a way, like, could I sell merch? And like, maybe it's called like, it's it says like Bam Bilzerian on it because he didn't want to use, he, he didn't want me to use his name like for likeness and all this stuff. Wow. And I like make a warped version of his face and I try to sell Bam Bilzerian merch and like pay for the legal costs, <laughs> which would be like a great yeah. series in itself. But I think I would probably have lost hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars. I remember Nelk did yeah. that a long time ago. I think they raised like five thousand, ten thousand dollars from their subscribers uh, to get them out of jail. 
or to pay that. for to, to pay for something. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. watching Nelk too since the very beginning. Yeah. Like six years that. ago, five years ago, something like that. You remember them traveling around in their car? Of course. Yeah. Like yeah. those were the original, like, yeah. that was like four years ago. Oh, yeah. It's cool to see them come so far. Oh, my God. They've they've really been everything they yeah. touch right now. It's just, I love it. It's, it's so interesting good, yeah. that you watch a lot of YouTube, too, because oh, I watch yeah. a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And you're Definitely as productive years. as you do as well. As yeah. You, as you I would say I probably watch about an hour, maybe two hours a day of YouTube. Really? In between everything else. What kind like of stuff I, are you watching? Just whatever? Anything. Really? Uh, I love the homepage. I think okay. the YouTube recommended section for me is really good. Okay. And they just, they keep giving me like really great content. Okay. Uh, but Nelk is one of those other channels that I've been watching for such a long time. Interesting to see them uh, persevere on the platform as it's become tighter and tighter and tighter, but they yeah. continue to grow. Yeah. And, and they got the algorithm working against them. I mean, oh, for yeah. everything that they do, there's no way YouTube is wanting to endorse parting and like everything that they're doing. So and and they're growing yeah. massively Usually. despite I've been watching yeah. them on Social Blade and they're growing by ten to twenty thousand subscribers a day every day. Wow! Like clockwork. Yeah. How many subscribers doing, do they have? What five something now? Five something. Yeah. Like six million. Jeez. Yeah, and Good they were crazy. just at like two or three like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Explosive. Yeah. I think they're a great testimony to uh, consistent effort over time on YouTube. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did not. They were not huge, but they have consistently uploaded great content over time, which has led to success. It wasn't immediate. It just took time. Do you think that the YouTube algorithm is trying to promote your channel at all because they want more creators to like be able to make it or like to at least like think that they can make it thus putting more content out there? And like, I don't know, dude, I don't feel like the algorithm like helps me at all. Uh, You were on trending. Yeah. That that's the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, In a video where you said you wanted to, get to a million by the end of the year yeah that was maybe they are yeah this is what i think on that video specifically i did not put a brand deal on the video i spent fifteen thousand dollars in one video and it was great content with high retention and everything like that and i think somebody at youtube was like give this kid a freaking bone that's what i think too i think if you had a sponsorship in that video it wouldn't have ended up on trending but then again michael reeves video was sponsored uh, by yeah. Amazon that ended up on trending. But that had yes. to go on trending because that, that got like three million views in like day. Uh, right. Yeah. That kid is my. I will say this right here. Yeah. He's my favorite YouTuber. He is amazing. Wow. He's my favorite. We gotta put you in a room platform. together with him. Oh my gosh. Oh geez, the content. Yeah. If you guys the got content, together, in a room, think of the content. I do that. Kid's find a videos, find a way to do a video with him. I would love to. Yeah. I need to get in contact with him. Okay. He is a. He's a legend. He his I I rarely watch YouTube and laugh by myself. I laugh by myself watching his videos. They're we just... got to find a way to make that happen. Yeah. I, I could shoot him a text and see if he wants to do something like that. Yeah. Awesome. I think that would be cool. He's a, he's a yeah. legend. I could be the matchmaker, the YouTube that matchmaker. Awesome. That, that would be, awesome. be fun. If we do a little series. Graham is yeah. the YouTube matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth <laughs> channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, hold on. I, I blanked here. Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy to be doing this with you. Yeah. Because I feel like I've been watching you for a long time. That's, like, that's yeah, like a I, long I'm time. I'm shocked. Yeah, uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember you sub a million, and yeah. like what I was inspired by from your channel was like, I mean, I don't know what your schedule was, mm-hmm. but I feel like you were uploading every single day. I was every day. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, are you still doing that? Yep, every single day. Yep. See, that's it. Yeah. Man. So it's been. Oh, you know what? Let's. Uh, I'm just so paranoid now. Yeah, you good. Yeah, so on the main channel, I've been three videos a week for almost four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in January it's going to be four years, three mm-hmm. videos a week. Second channel has been four videos a week 
since last year. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a video a day for about a year now. I took a brief hiatus of posting. I think it was like five a week instead of seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. But that now is, the second yeah. channel's three videos a week. Yeah. Main channel's still three, but then the podcast is on the... Yeah, the so it's still... Day. So this is that seventh video a week. And you yeah. before Jack were doing this all by yourself. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Until I would say it was April... I believe Jack came in and started editing for the second channel. So before April, everything was. Uh, oh, uh, Jack would edit the phone calls. Yeah, on the second like channel. an occasional video, like once a week video. Yeah. So like a year and a half ago, you were like realtor everything. nobody, or is that two years ago? Uh, I would say about two and a half years ago. You were just uh, watching a lot of YouTube and thought maybe yeah. I should try this, right? What motive? Why, why did you? Start? I loved YouTube. Yeah, I wanted to make a channel back in 2011. Okay, uh, I was watching all of the. I was big into like prank channels. Yeah, so like overboard humor yeah. was one of those channels. Uh, I was watching like Vitaly, Roman yeah. Atwood pranks. Yeah. Uh, all of these guys, and I was like, I want to do that. I didn't necessarily want to do pranks, okay. but I knew I wanted to do YouTube, and I wanted to make content about like money okay. and how to work as a real estate agent, but okay. I figured like no one else is making content like that. Like, Who would want to watch me? Yeah. And I really felt like I'd just be making a fool of myself, yeah. and I was so embarrassed. Like, What if I post a video on YouTube, yeah. and one of my friends sees it, yeah. and it has like three dislikes on yeah, it, and yeah, like yeah. 20 views, and it looks stupid. Gosh. So like, It makes it uh, so hard to yeah. start. I remember yeah. feeling like that, too. It's the hardest part. Right. Uh, so it was one, it was like Christmas Eve, 2016, I think. And I said, you know what? I've had enough. I was. It was a slow open house. So I just filmed myself with my iPhone, yeah. just telling my story about how I got started in real estate and started buying rental properties. And I just posted it, yeah. thinking nothing of it. And I was obsessive with commenting on other channels back then because I had no subscribers. So what I would do is I'd comment on channels like Alex Becker and Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez. It's like, hey, this is a cool story, blah, blah, blah. Come come look at my channel. (laughs) You would do this. Yeah. I would do uh, the same thing. That's so funny. Yeah. And that's what got me my first, like, 20, 30 subscribers just doing that. And I just got lucky. One of my videos started getting recommended against Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez had a video about, like, how to make passive income or it was something like was that. Was it in his garage or? I don't know what it I think it was like in a, this was one of his videos in his backyard with like yeah. this the sunset strip in the back. Classic. Yeah. And it started getting recommended to that because I looked at my creator app and I started like, wow, I'm getting like 10 views an hour. Yeah. Like, and this, I'm not promoting Isn't it. Isn't that like funny this, how much yeah. of an adrenaline spike that is yeah. in the beginning? Oh yeah. And I, I got uh, emails for everything. So every time someone subscribed to me, I got an email. Yes. Every time someone commented, yes. I got an email. And that. as soon as I got that, I was like, I was on it. So yeah. I could respond back and it slowly started to grow. And then about three, 400 subscribers in, it's just, I started getting like 300 views an hour and I was freaking out. There was, <laughs> I, I remember I was uh, uh, with a buddy in Vegas yeah. and I, ch- I would check my app like every hour yeah. to see like what the views are at. Yeah. And I saw 300. I thought like I went viral. <laughs> so, seriously. You're I probably thought, telling like, your friends like, yeah, oh, I was showing you it. I was like, I don't know where it's coming from. Like, where is it coming from? And I thought like maybe it went on Reddit or like yeah. so, someone had posted it and I was freaking out. That got me to a thousand subscribers. Got it. And then once I had a thousand, it just, it went from a thousand to 50,000 like three months, mm. which for me was, I was, I was floored at that, but that was really the point. And I was still posting like two to three times a week where I was like, Oh wow. Like I really got to take this seriously. There's a lot of potential here. And, uh, that's when I decided like, I'm not going to miss an upload. I'm just going to keep going, uh, for this. And I'm just going to make videos that I myself would want to watch. Yeah, dude. I think that that's what was so inspiring. Whenever I found you was that 
you want you have a great personality. The content is great, mm-hmm. but moreover, the most important part of the entire thing was like persistence on the platform. Yep. You were just persistent on the platform, right? Yeah. Do you, it was, do you, what it percentage was, of your success yeah. do you attribute to that? I don't know because I just have so much fun doing it. Because I, I see other people who are just as persistent but don't get anywhere. Sure. And and you could tell that maybe they're, they're, they're not in it that much or they just – I don't know. I was so analytical about like what the titles had to be, what the yes. thumbnails had to be, what was like in the description – I, I looked at this from like a like I was playing chess yeah. with every video. It's like yeah. what can I move around to try to hit this algorithm? Yes. And then when it hits, you're like, okay, that's good. Let me do more like that. Yeah. Um, and then trying to see like what other videos are getting recommended to me. Like my biggest inspiration is the homepage of YouTube because right. I know those are the videos YouTube is pushing right. and that people want to watch. Yeah. So if I could make videos like that, that's just what I go for. I feel the exact same way about it. Yep. I think like YouTube is like I look at it as such a game. Yeah. It's such a game. Yeah. It's like the most fun game. And it's like it has the highest highs and the <laughs> lowest lows. You know what I mean? It, it's a bit like uh, gambling. Yes, it's just because like you gambling. just get the occasional win, and it's like, oh, let me get more like that. Yeah. And you, but you get so many losses. Well, I yes. wouldn't call them losses, yeah. but like just you don't hit. Yes, absolutely. You know? absolutely. It's like it's like playing craps. I and then say, it's like yeah. there's like a short term strategy to it, and then there's a long term strategy to it, and yep. it's like. What is the balance of like getting views now versus getting views over time? And is this video yeah. adding value to my long-term brand? I would say it's detrimental yeah. to get a lot of views very quickly. Sure. Um, unless all of your content is the same. Because yes. I've seen so many channels that get one big viral video. Yeah. But there's no way they could sustain that same content over and over and over again. And, uh, and then they get an audience that just doesn't care what else they have to post. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think one of the biggest assets I have when a video did go big was that like Mac and I call it? It's uh, it's either a fire starter or a log. Mm-hmm. So the log content for us is personality building, brand building videos. That is still like great content, but it's not necessarily like the most viral idea on planet mm-hmm. Earth. So that when a video does go viral, the most important part is that people have something to go back and watch, yeah. right? And now like associate. So you what's with. a log for you? What what video is a log? Like a log for me was like uh, driving the world's smallest car across the country. Okay. Uh, so you're getting like more depth. It's still like a viralish idea. I still have confidence that video in the world could get a million views, but there's a lot more depth to that. You're seeing more of like me as a human being. Mm-hmm. It's not Mr. Beast, this, that, the other, and the thumbnail and uh, the title, but it's still a engaging youtube idea. Yes. But you're getting more depth than that. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. We employ somewhat the same thing. We have okay. long-term videos like how to invest in 2020. We right. know those videos right out the gate are going to be tense, totally. which is like the worst performing video of the last 10. Yeah. But give it six months. It'll be like a two or three. Correct. Exactly. So we do that versus some other videos which are really relevant now. Like yeah. the stock market videos are always like three and above, yeah. uh, which means they do really well. Yes. And then they're done the next yeah. day. Like three days later, they get no views. To- totally. So 100%. we do the same thing. Do you pay attention to those analytics? Yeah, for sure. I think that's, it's like super telling. Like our, my goal is like, if I, if I have a video that's a one out of 10, it's like, okay, I made one video that did extremely well. How do I make two more videos like that next month? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I, like, how do I, it's like a constant game of like pitting videos against each other and like almost like breeding viral content. Yeah. So it's like, if I bring these two ideas together and that does the best in the content, how do we make more of those next month? And, it, and the best out of those, we pick those and do more yeah. of those next What's month. your schedule like now? Uh, we try to upload once a week, uh, and we try to make sh- like it's like a TV show every week. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, we're, we're usually producing about a month out, so we're working on videos that are about a month out right now. Um, 
and like slowly sort of catch up to that and make sure that we're scheduling out in advance. I'm not the greatest at that. I won't mm-hmm. lie. Uh, but that's what we try to do in an ideal world. And how much money would you say you spend per video? <sighs> Minimum on a video, I'm going to spend probably three grand, which is like low for us. But I'll probably usually like last week we spent 8,000. We spent $20,000 last week on videos. Um, so we spent eight, we spent 15,000 on the first video and 5,000 on the second video. And those were expensive ones. Are you working on multiple videos at once or do you typically just do one independent project and then yeah. move on to the next once the previous one's completed? No, we definitely bounce around. Like we're getting footage right now for like a video and two videos from now. We were sh- shooting some stuff yesterday for videos, two videos from now. Uh, so we're like constantly piecemealing yeah. footage together from the catalog. If you if you keep trying to one-up it, how do you one-up some of these videos? I see some of these. I'm like, how do you, po- like, how do you possibly do better than the Mr. Beast yeah. video? yeah. Uh, I think that besides a boxing match, now you got to box yeah. Mr. Beast <laughs> for Imagine. the island. Maybe I should recommend that to him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's always like the question for me, but I think that's the most fun question. Mm-hmm. You know, is like six months ago I was the Dan Bilzerian guy. Yes. Three months later I was the couch guy. Three months later again I'm like doing the stuff with Mr. Beast. Um, so it's just a yeah. constant game of like, how do we like make more YouTube content that people are going to Are you worried it? about being pigeonholed into the guy that does these like crazy stunts or sneaks into these places yeah. or does these, because I'm guessing you can't just keep doing crazy stuff, right? I mean, maybe yeah. you can. Yeah. I love doing crazy yeah. stuff, uh, but I think that's where the balance comes in between. Like if my mindset was, I always have to make a one out of 10 video, like every video I make has to be one out of 10. I think my career life would probably be like one year and mm-hmm. I'd be done. But that's not, my mentality is like, Let's get a one out of 10 video. Let's push traffic to the channel and then let's make some other videos. They don't have to be one out of 10. They just need to be like videos that help people understand me as a human being, me as a person, invest in me. And yeah, I do these viral stunts every once in a while. Like once a month, it'll be a super viral stunt, but bring the audience in from maybe another person's audience, cultivate that, those group, that group of people into fans of you. And then you can do your next viral yeah. stuff, you know? What are you doing for money right now? How much can you can you share how much the channel makes? Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's um, hear about it. You you have yeah. a crazy CPM. Yes. What's your CPM? Can I ask you or not? Yeah, oh yeah. It's anywhere from twenty to thirty dollars. God, dude. So that means <clears throat> for every video that we make, so if I were to make two thousand dollars on a video, you would make like eight thousand dollars. So our, my CPM is like five bucks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty normal for my type. Well, it's pretty, it's actually high for my type yeah. of content. Is um, it really? Yeah, for sure. Uh, most people that do like vlog. Can I can stuff. I see the the app? Yeah. Can Let's I, see. Yeah. Uh, you have my phone over there. Let's Here. see. I'll just describe what I'm seeing for the uh, oh, for yeah. the camera. Yeah, for sure. So go yeah, to you revenue, revenue, and then we'll go to. Got to go down, and it should say CPM. There you Ooh, go. Ooh, wow! <laughs> United States CPM is just over four dollars. Yeah, yeah, four dollars wow. and forty-seven cents. Can I see the overview? Yeah. I mean, just take take I'll it over, take bro. Yeah. Okay, let's see what we're working. Check it out. Wow, look at this real-time views: eight hundred and thirty thousand views last forty-eight hours. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Sixty minutes, ninety-four hundred views. I see. So you get these big spikes when you post, Huge and then spikes. it goes down. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Are you still doing quite well? Like in the past twenty-eight days, if I, like, you made like what nine grand? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Seventy-three thousand subscribers in the last month. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, we try to keep it, try to keep it high. But yeah, so like, it's interesting too to see yeah. like this bar down here. So like, the baseline of how many views and how much money and everything else that we're making steadily increases as the body of work increases. The more, the more videos we have, 
the more we're like averaging making on a day. I just only have I am, like 50 videos. I am shocked at uh, your reviews because it's you get these spikes for about six days. Yeah. And then it's almost nothing yeah. after that. Yeah. Look at that. That's super odd. I would not have expected no. to see something like that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the issue, I think, with virality is yes. that it's big for like six days, seven days, and then nothing. Right. I'll show you mine. I'm so like, interested. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you get these, these spikes, yeah. but I guess the last 90 days, you get these spikes, but overall, there's a lot of consistency between it. I think, that, like, I think that like... But then in, again, it might be the upload schedule, which is keeping consistency. So you have 32 million views in the last 90 days. Yeah. That is so crazy, dude. That is a lot... That this is, but this is like where what I'm talking about comes in. Yeah. You have such an enormous body of work. Yes. That is constantly, every time you make a video, that's an asset to you. Right. And it's creating income yeah. every single day. Right. So by aggregate, all of those videos that you've made every single day for, that's the, true. for the last year yeah. and a half are constantly pulling in. Whereas I have 50 videos on, that's my, true. on my whole channel. Yeah. So it's like. That's very, that's a great point. But You're right. so that's You're like, right. I think that's where that comes from. Yes. Uh, but yeah, dude, like there's a world where like I would love to do a channel like that. It makes so much sense. Business business wise, that yeah. makes so much sense. Are you into business? I love personal business. finance. I love it. How many credit cards do you have? Uh three credit cards. Which ones? Uh I have the American- These are questions I asked on a first date, by the way. This is really? I asked Macy. Okay. I think we talked about what, what our credit score was. I recently yeah. is it bad to cancel a credit card? Yeah. I did that recently. Why? Because uh I canceled the Amazon one. Because I was never using it, and the rewards were really bad. That's a free credit card, though. Yeah, but I was. But if you have more open lines of credit, it lowers your utilization, which should not end up helping your score. And also, average age of credit. If I if I, if I increase my amount of lines of credit. Yeah. So I yeah. I have an interesting credit card yeah. like tactic that I've been using, and I actually want you to diagnose this. I've never said this out loud before. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so this is what I did when I started the YouTube channel, right? Yeah. My idea was I want to take on zero liability to start the channel. Okay. Of my like own money. I want to bet. I want to. YouTube is like gambling. Yeah. So I want to gamble other people's money in order to become successful. Okay. On YouTube. So what I did was I opened a credit card. It was a Chase credit card. Uh, it was the it was the Southwest Chase credit card. Okay. I don't know. Okay. You know what I, I'm talking about. I'm not familiar with. That okay. Yeah. Uh, I got the credit card. They gave me like a thousand dollar limit on it, or like two thousand dollar limit. I called them, had them lower the limit to five hundred dollars. And then that was now my amount that I could spend in order to make my make my videos. So basically that card, I now have $500 to start my YouTube channel. So I would spend like $100 on a video and hope that I would make the $100 back. And I would spend another $100 on a video and hope I would make the money back. And I would spend it on the card and then whatever money I made back off that video, I would use to pay the credit card off. So like, for example, I wanted to make a video... Uh, with where I made a, like a a cyber truck out of cardboard, mm-hmm. costs like two hundred and fifty dollars for the video. So I use two hundred fifty dollars of credit. I make the video. I'm betting and hoping that that video will produce enough income to pay the card back off. It doesn't, right? Uh, then we do uh, surprising David Dobrik or uh, getting in Dave. Dave what, what was the title of that video? What is it? Say it out loud. I thought it was surprising David Dobrik with David Dobrik. Oh, or uh, I watch it watches David Dobrik. No, 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 no. It was the one where yeah. we went to David Dobrik and met him. Uh, I, I thought it was David Dobrik's vlog. As, as yeah, fake yeah, David yeah, Dobrik. I snuck yeah. into David Dobrik's vlog as fake David Dobrik. Yes. So I spent all $500 on that video, uh, hoping that that would pay it off. So I bought plane tickets. We got out there. We did the whole thing. Then that video paid the card off. Once that happened, I increased my limit to $1,000. 
spent $900 on the Dan Bilzerian video, used the money from that to pay the card off, increased my limit again, and they would constantly incrementally increase my limit and max out the credit card to then pay it off. Are they running hard pulls every time they're increasing your credit? No, it's super easy. Like they never even, they wanted to increase my limit more. Okay. And then but they're I would, not running your credit to do that. They're just giving you these lines of credit correct. on their own. Okay, yes, good. Correct. Okay. Uh, so they would basically just increase my cre- credit every month, and I would just use the money on the credit card and then pay it off at the end of the month. So I would, okay. I would get to like fifty to like seventy-five percent utilization on the card, and then I would pay it off at the end of the month. And that's how, kind of how I like grew the channel at the beginning Got it. with no okay. money. Is that well, a bad idea? Probably. It's just psychological, though. It worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. From a credit standpoint, it makes no sense. But <laughs> okay, but I if it, it motivates you, yeah. then I am all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, in my mind, I thought like I don't want to use my own money. I'll just like leverage this and like. If I feel like if, that would lower your score though, if you're consistently like maxing out your cards, it's like, definitely temporarily. Possible. But long term, it's not going to make that big of a difference. I think I have good credit now. My I think my you know score, what it is. I think my score is like. 780 or something. It's great. It's good credit? That's good credit. Okay, great. Yeah. What I would be doing, because you have such high ad spend, is... Um, Running is, it on the Amex? It's just... Well, Amex is good, but keep opening up new credit cards and just racking up points. How many credit cards do you think I should have? I'm spending probably like $30,000 a month on videos. Oh, man. You could max out so many cards. Yeah. Because uh, all you got to do is hit the minimum spend. Okay. Um, so like the Chase Sapphire Reserve would be a great one. The Amex Gold is the one I use for almost all of my spending right now. Yeah. Um, Amex Platinum. You could get... What I would do, what I would do, you could start getting into churning. Yeah. So you'll open up a credit card, meet the minimum spend. Usually it's like four to five thousand yeah. dollars. Get all the points, keep the card for a year, and then you could always cancel it or downgrade it to something else. But you're gonna rack up so many points in the meantime. It's a bad idea for me to put all for me to put all my spend on one card. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go over fifty percent utilization. Is that right? Right. I, sh- I'm really bad. Long term, it's not gonna matter because you're gonna pay it off anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you pay off a credit card, it's good for your credit. Yes. But if yep. I'm over the limit, it's not as good as it would have been? Correct. In the short term. Okay. It's going to mark you up. So okay. Because now you have a high utilization rate, yeah. which means there are bigger risks to the bank. So okay. you're going to have a lower score. Okay. It's I'm not sure. the end of the world. It goes back down as soon as you pay off the card. Because like the way I've done it is, if I'm going to, if I'm so like for a brand deal, you know how this works because mm-hmm. you do brand deals. Um, if, a, if a video is going to cost me $20,000, the brand is not going to give me the money up front. Um, where is that money going to come from? It's going to come from my own bank account. Or, it's gonna, or I can spend it on a card and get points towards whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I'm going to spend it on the card, get some points for it, and then when the brand money comes back in in 30 days, a 30-day net term brand deal, you're, I'm going to use that to yeah, pay the card back off. You're, you're cutting that one close. Am I? Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, I, you're going to start to pay interest on that card. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you have a 60-day leeway on that credit card, yeah. and you have 30 days to get paid yeah. by that sponsor. Yes. And you have 30 days to film it by the time you put the money on the card. So yes. it's just it's cutting it close. It's doable, though. Yeah. I operate most of my decisions off of high risk, high reward, and I don't think that that always is like a good are you thing. Are you investing right now? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I have an automatic um, thing that pulls money out of my account and puts it in Robinhood. Robinhood. What are you investing in? Uh, dude, uh, you want me to pull it up? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. I have, I, I'm, I'm not a crazy, I'm not like a crazy, oh man, I'm down. I wasn't, I was a hundred, I was a hundred percent up over time. Okay. Oh my there we tell me what you think. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's but, am I doing a good job this, or a bad but job? But this could be deposits. How much are you, how much are you no, depositing? No, it doesn't show deposits as a, really? the graph will only reflect the profits. Well done. 
So what was this before? So you started off for everyone who can't see. You started off. Let's let's call it January first. Yeah. So you started off January at thirteen thousand dollars, and now you're at twenty two. Yeah. What do we got? We got Amazon. Yeah. I got an Amazon. I feel like early ish. Okay. Apple. But, yeah. Delta. Yeah. Nvidia. Tes- Tesla. You probably made some good money on Tesla. Yeah. Netflix. And which one is this? Fastly. Yeah. Fastly is a is a company that sells ad space to TikTok. Interesting. But they're not doing great right now, obviously. <laughs> Only two shares, two po- two and a half shares of Tesla. Dude, That's smart. My, I had, I had like six or eight shares of Tesla, oh. and I bought it at. Oh, that just turned off. Yeah, got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Battery. Do it. Battery. Okay. That's good. You're investing then. Yeah. What, how much? How much every week or month are you putting? Uh, in? I think it pulls out two fifty a week. Okay. And puts it in there. Okay. Are you doing a Roth IRA? I do have a Roth IRA. None. I do not have any deposits going into there. It all just you goes should. into that account. You should do the Roth IRA. Yeah, I, do I should Roth do that. IRA. Oh, yeah. This, this is your year I to do the have, Roth IRA. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, because I'm imagining you have so many expenses yeah. and so much overhead. You're yeah. reinvesting it all back into the business, yeah. so you're not going to be in a high tax bracket. Okay, so you, cool. right now is the time to do the Roth IRA. Interesting. Yeah. So you're saying right now is the year because of the position that I'm in specifically. Right. Yeah. Before you make a lot of money. Sure, sure, sure. Once sure. you start making a lot of Once money. Once I start dude, showing income, you're saying. Right. Okay. So do it now and then max out as soon as you can for uh, for 2021. Do you have any other... I feel like right now I'm in a very uh, sp- uh, special situation where I am starting to make some money on YouTube and I have like the money-making guy on YouTube yeah. in front of me right now. Do you have any other tips for me on like what to do with the income. Like, like say I do a brand deal right. and make ten dollars to $20,000. What do I do with that money? See, mine is so different because your content revolves around you doing these crazy things and spending money. Yeah. Mine would be like, live in your car and save all, all of your money. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that would be mine. That's but the beauty behind like, your yeah. content is because right. it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything. And uh, not only that, but I, I find it interesting that like my investing paves the way for more content yeah so if i like the more money i make yeah the more content i get to make about making money is that a strategic is, thing you've created or was that just like the it was nat- a joke so it started <laughs> off as a joke as the infinite monetization loop yeah but it's, it's real <laughs> it it's real i'm it's, looking at yeah. tesla outside that is a revenue generating yeah. well it's it started it, it started when i made a video about how much money i made from youtube right and then uh that video ended up making me money so then it was how much money I made from talking about how much money. I made. Yeah, dude. And then now it, now the funny thing is millennial money. Yeah. So it's all react to millennial money. Yes. And then, uh, someone else will react to millennial money. And then I will react to that person. <laughs> react to, to millennial, millennial money. money. So I think we did like a three time monetization loop where I reacted to Kevin O'Leary reacting to millennial money. Yeah. Uh, there's and, one and where you were on a millennial money episode. Yeah. You reacted to yourself on that millennial oh, money episode. Yeah. Kevin reacted to that, and then you also reacted to, to Kevin, Kevin reacting that's to four me. uploads. Yeah. <laughs> well, thirty dollar freaking yeah. yeah, that is crazy. oh, and then and then we get Macy reacting. Oh yeah, his to, girlfriend. Oh so gosh. Macy reacts to me reacting to myself reacting to millennial money. These it's are like all the main channel. Uh, second channel. That is so. And then we talk about it on the podcast. We talk about it here. Is there any tips you would give me to do that? How do I do that? I feel like I put so much resource and money into one video a week 
You guys are just cranking these That's things what I, I felt bad. We had Shelby Church on the other week, and yeah. she put so much work into this video about how much I spend in a week. Yeah. And, like, you could tell she probably put, I don't know, 30 hours of work I into this video. video. Yeah. Yeah, really well done video. And then here I come along, like, just derping in there. Yeah. Just like, what is she spending money on? Blah, blah, for 30 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Posting a video. Like ridiculing her <laughs> yeah, about ridicule. buying $12 salads <laughs> right. and stuff. It's yeah. like 30 minutes of work. Did you make that video? I made the video. Okay. I think I edited that. Did no, I edit? I did. Oh, Jack edited that video. Took Graham, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. okay, so it took me <laughs> like 40 minutes. But that video made, like, double what she made. Actually creating the video. video. So my reaction made more money than actual video. God, dude, that is so But it's a different audience. I mean, that's the thing. So my audience is more so like personal finance, so has a higher CPM than her audience, which is more so watching, I think, out of curiosity. But she's made some good money off of certain videos as well. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. She has some videos that she's done well. Right. She she is someone that I watched a lot of starting YouTube. Yeah. She has some great starter YouTube videos. Right. Like how to make money. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, so, I mean, my advice to you would be <laughs> to save it. Yeah. But then Everyone again, you, says that, you, but have, to yeah. re- but you have to reinvest. That's the, that's the thing. The thing yeah. is, you're probably getting such an insane ROI investing in yourself yes. and in yeah. like your YouTube channel that it only makes sense to keep doing that. Yeah. There's two like kinds of creators. There are creators that make money based off ad revenue. Yeah. And then there are other creators that can redirect their audience to something else to make yeah. like a lot of money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you have Nelk who probably don't make a lot off ad revenue, but they make a ton because they can redirect their audience into something else. Mm. And I think that you're probably like the redirecting type. Mm -hmm. So if you could find a way to redirect your audience Mm -hmm. into like some others like form of like revenue generating source, then I definitely encourage you to to uh, What are your ways of making money besides AdSense and sponsorships? You got to find some way to monetize more than that. What is it? So I really, and you can tell me your opinion on Mm -hmm. this. I really believe on YouTube in the idea of asking for one thing. So like binary, like I'm not going to ask for this. I'm not going to ask for this. All I want this audience to do, like, so, and you know, like if the people want it, they will get it. So like mm-hmm. if they want me to hit a million subscribers, I'll hit a million subscribers. Yeah. Uh, if you ask the audience for sus- subscriptions, they'll give you subscriptions. If you ask the audience to buy your merch, they'll buy your merch. But like if you ask for three different things, you'll receive nothing, right? So if you ask for a ton of different things, they're going to be confused and they don't know what to do. So like right now, all I'm doing is spending money on the videos and asking for the transaction to be... All I want is subscriptions in return. And ideally, an increase in subscriptions increases my ability to get bigger brand deals, sell more merch, Correct. create a bigger audience, and monetize right. bigger in the future. So that is like, I'm just like... I found you could ask for a few things. So okay. I always ask for a like. Okay. But you want yeah, them you to do. take an action now. Yeah. So like the liking the video, very easy. Just like the video. Yeah. Five minutes later, you could say... Make sure to subscribe. Okay. Then they'll subscribe. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say like make sure to like the video right now and then use this link down. But like I do that yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, but those whoever watches to the very end, uh, if they haven't done that, most likely they're going to do it. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I, I found no issues with with asking for multiple things. Okay. Yeah. You you're, you that's int- you're thinking about it as like a sales funnel almost. Like you'll hit them with. Not really. My my whole thing is I don't want to be salesy at all, yeah. so I'll just put it at the end. Okay. And so my thinking is that for someone who doesn't like the salesy approach, yeah. I'm not going to put it in the beginning of the video because sure. they're not going to be receptive to it anyway. But the people who make it to the very end, I feel like wouldn't mind if I have something else to offer because most likely they would be interested mm-hmm. in it. So mm-hmm. that's where I put all the pitch at the very end. Yeah. And uh, people want to click out prior to that, they can. Yeah. So that's been my thing. We I have, just hate selling stuff, especially in the, yeah. the finance stuff. It's just, it's, it's scheming. Yes. It's just because there's a whole like just team of just sharky people yes. out there. It's just like, buy it. I don't want to do that. No, it's definitely, yeah. there's definitely a lot of like scammy versions of like, you run the, what feels like the cleanest version of like a finance channel on YouTube. Mm. I feel like everything else is like, 
I, I might buy that, something yeah. from you and I'm probably going to get nothing from it. Like, right. it's like, it's a scary space to be in. Right. There's a lot, like, pr- probably most people who advertise on your video and pay the $30 CPM are selling some kind of like a. Usually, yeah. right. Yeah. We, right? we owe a we lot don't want to them, say yeah. that in the video here, but. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to yeah. say that in the video. Okay, yeah. I got you. Got Make you. sure to watch the ads, though. <laughs> Our viewers, see, that's, that's an ask. That's yeah. an ask uh, because I believe that they. Well, I, I can't. Just watch the ads. <laughs> watch the ads, guys. Um, but what's, what's your end pitch? Because yeah. I, I feel like it, it's got to be something more than sponsorships, ad revenue. Yeah. What else? Do, what else is there for, in the pipeline? For income and stuff. For income. Um, What's your for, plan? Let's say you hit a million subscribers. Yeah. What? How? how so how do I you think what um, obviously like there's some kind of like a merch or some kind of a skew that I can sell that is like aligned with my brand. I think there's like the bigger, I think you're asking the right question. And like, I'm thinking about that question of like, what's like the bigger thing. And I think for me, 25 to 30, 30% of the DMs that I get is like, well, do you have any tips on becoming successful on YouTube? Like mm-hmm. that is like the audience that I attract. It's like aspiring creators. Yes. Um, what's interesting to me and maybe to you because I've watched so much YouTube mm-hmm. is I've watched people like Casey Neistat or David Dobrik or Nelk go from zero or you're following them from like 100,000 subscribers blow up into these 10 to 20 million subscriber channels. But you never get to see like how did they do that? Like you're asking me, how much work yep. goes into these videos? I don't know, but you're interested. Yep. How do you do that? And how much money are you spending? Um, I'm super interested in opening like that window and showing people and creating a space where people can access all of the information on like what level of production goes into this. How are you connecting with people? Like how did you do a video with David Dobrik? How did you do a video? And like answering those questions in a way that they can then use to grow on YouTube as well. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. why we have the YouTube Creator Academy linked down below in the description where I teach you how to grow a YouTube channel and turn that into a business. I, Is that yeah, right? Yeah, really. You have one? Yes. I need to, yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's that's kind of what we're thinking. We, we, we're we trying to open sort of like, A lot of people are jumping on that right now. A lot of people. It. How to grow yeah. on YouTube is yeah. now the next. I, I've seen at least like five or six other people recently yeah. this year open up their own programs about how to grow on YouTube. Who, mine who was mine was one of the originals, though. You're a very niche per- person. Yes. For me, you see my videos. They're like viral concepts and mm. they hit and they work. Yeah. So like if my goal, my goal is to grow to 20 million subscribers in five years. Mm. That's my goal. Yeah. So to watch somebody like that, that's where I'm aiming and to watch somebody go from zero to Mr. Beast in five years, how do you, you that the window to like virality on YouTube? I don't know if has ever been opened. Wasn't Mr. Beast wanting to do his own program? I think he was. He yeah. was. He, he was. You know what's funny? He yeah. um, he posted that on Twitter, asking people if they would be interested in it. Yeah. And one of the top comments was. We don't all have $100,000 to give away to people. Right. And then his response was something like, you're right. I guess I don't know anything about how to grow a channel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was hilarious. Exactly. It was like people, you could give people all the advice and they could just toss it out the window. 100%. But 100%. yeah, I, I think our content is so different that yes. I would almost not know how to do what you do. Correct. Uh, and I think my program, I don't I don't know how valuable it would be for, for you. I mean, maybe a little bit for titles and thumbnails, totally. if anything, but totally. but it's so different. Very like different. a lot of the people who buy my program want to get into like more so the sit down finance totally. stuff or like, Which, like very you know, more I, niche topics in the big virality. 100%. Yeah. And it would probably take me having 20 million subscribers to make the same amount of money that you make, mm-hmm. right? Because the content is just so different, right? right? But most people, the if you, were to, if you were to take people in general that want to be YouTubers, I could be wrong, but I'm going to assume probably most of that group right there 
wants to be blogger, YouTuber, personalities on YouTube, yeah. right? So how do you make a personality successful on YouTube? Um, I could be wrong, but I don't know if that window has been opened, you know? Uh, For the virality, maybe not. Yeah. So your plan would be hit a million subscribers and then you could have some sort of program ready. I think I want to... Can... Our, our goal is to open it soon and, okay. show, and open the window before we hit a million subscribers and then okay. shut it down. But why shut it down? It's cool, right? <laughs> like... You have a limited amount of time to be part of what is like a window into yeah, like becoming successful yeah. on YouTube. And at a million subscribers, we're not going to, the content's going to be gone. So if you want to see how to become successful on YouTube, I've documented, there's like, we're throwing together the trailer yep. right now, but there's documented me saying like, I have 30 subscribers right now. I have a hundred, like 1500 subscribers right now. And we basically have a folder on our computer called the master plan, which is like documentation of how we built the entire channel and like the thought processes behind every video we've ever made. Um, so cataloging that and turning it into what is basically an entire series of how we did what we've done. Um, how much are you going to charge for that? It's a great question. What do you think? Is it a is it a course like a how to tutorial or what what is it or it's, is it more so a documentary style that shows you and your thought process throughout the entire documentary thing? but interactive? Yeah, and then we're and then from here we'll basically catch people up to where we're at right now, which is almost six hundred thousand subscribers. Yes, and then live be updating and constantly posting as we're going and getting people involved so are you going to teach people from the beginning like okay you're at zero subscribers here's how you go from zero to a hundred from a hundred to a thousand here's some titles and thumbnails some ideas where to get inspiration totally. so it's all of that this was a mistake i made here here's how to skip over it um, yep. and sort of walking people through the process of like making viral videos on youtube and under 300 dollars is the sweet spot I found under three hundred dollars. Under three hundred bucks. Cool. Yeah. I think your audience is definitely different than Graham's, yes. though, because yes. Graham's audience could probably afford to pay a little bit more for a course than your audience could. Yeah, absolutely. Just based off viewer demographics, yeah. I'd say like one ninety seven is like. Yeah, the issue is you always got to discount it because the, if you tell people it's one ninety seven, but yeah. they pay full price, yeah. they don't like that. You got to <laughs> discount it. They, if you good. say yeah, if you helpful. say it's a thousand dollars, but yeah. today you can get one ninety seven. You know, don't do that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, you you get what I say. You you have to offer some sort of incentive. I'm not sure if the I'm closing it down as soon as I hit it is is enough. Yeah. People like to know they're saving money. Yeah. I certainly do. Yeah. Um, and what this, about the know, what about the idea of a, of a, of a subscription model? That's what we've been trying to do with the mentorship group. Sure. I'm um, sure you are. It's so, a, yeah. yeah. So we have, I think it's 105, 110 people in the group. We meet twice a week for an hour. Yeah. Um, so far, so good. Do you enjoy and we're, it? Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And um, I give up my Sunday mornings, every Sunday morning, 9 a.m., do the mentorship group. Very cool. How Me much do you play it up for the camera? Uh, what like the personality yeah, or like the wrist just or what? The, just the energy, just the the charisma. Uh, where Mac? Where would you say I'm at right now on a charisma level compared to normal? I'd say the energy's played up. Risk, risk is actually that risky. Yeah, the really? risk is all. We're really spending that amount of money and risking like everything on these videos. Yeah. We really do risk everything on the videos. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't tell you much, but with that last video with Mr. Beast, and we drove 200 miles off the coast of America in a boat. The boat broke down, and we yeah. were actually stranded on an island for four hours, and like barely made it back to America. So it's very real. Yeah, uh, not a lot's played up. I bring the energy up a little bit for the camera, probably like you do. How did you find Mr. Beast Island? Really, I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. A million people wanted me to sneak into it and DM me the coordinates. I did literally no work. Wow, it's just like my brand is like, oh, Mr. Beast has an island. Eric's gonna go sneak into it. So I just immediately when the video was posted within a day, I had 14 people DMing me the coordinates. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so it was pretty easy. 
Not bad. Were you worried about any? Uh, well, I guess Mr. Beast would not like lawsuit anybody. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, he I would mean, serve you with trespassing. Well, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> imagine we get a. That would be a crazy video. That would be crazy. No, we uh, we 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 operated by something in the video we called Pirate Law, which yeah. is Finders Keepers, Losers, Weepers, and uh, so we found the island. So it's uh, Finders Keepers, Losers, Weepers. And, explain uh, pirate law. Pir- <laughs> yeah, explain this. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Cave's pirate law. I think it's the funniest thing. What Basically, if you look up pirate law on Google, pirate law is the idea of finders keepers, losers weepers. <laughs> so if I find the island and I'm the last one to touch it, that island is now mine based on pirate law. Uh, so based on pirate law, yeah, now I now own that island. So that's, so, that's the but, entirety but of Pirate what happens if, So you just if, gained $700,000 Yeah, my net worth just like went up $700,000. So then what happens if Mr. Beast goes back and, and touches the island again? That's his now. now. It's his island now, yeah. It's, it's a constant <laughs> game of back and forth. Uh, but, you know, yeah. uh, basically, you know, long term, I'd like to build a house there and, you know, maybe get some troops, uh, some weapons over there so I can defend it against Mr. Beast. So we'll that's see smart. if that happens. Yeah. yeah. Just defend my net worth. Jeez. Uh, Jack, what questions did you have prepared? Plenty, okay. but I, I mean, I still off the off the top. I got a couple. Okay. Would you say that you've maintained this level of excitement, like throughout your entire time pursuing YouTube? Um, I would say I've gotten more excited. Yeah, I mean, I I think like building a fan base and like having them like have my back in such a strong way, like whatever like I want to do with YouTube, like they're so behind me, and that like makes me more excited to make videos like for that group of people. You know, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like I only get more excited to make videos. That makes sense, but. I can only imagine like risking it all. There had to have been times during your YouTube career where you've risked so much, but it didn't pan out exactly how you've oh my gosh yeah. planned for it. And I'm sure those times are extremely frustrating. And what's like the whole mental damage, or, like the thought process when something like that occurs? Or could you give an example of? Something? Yeah, there's definitely mental damage. Like we were trying to get ahead of like a week ahead on upload schedule, and we everyone wanted us to go sneak. I haven't told, said this anywhere, but everyone wanted us to go sneak into the NBA bubble, and we like squeeze last minute flights to Florida. We had to move to LA the next week, but we're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to get a week, get a week ahead on the schedule. We're going to go sneak into the NBA bubble. And we like do all this crazy stuff, go down to Florida, find the NBA bubble, locate everything. And then we decide like, this is not a good idea. Uh, it's not a smart thing to do. Like we, in that moment we get there and we realize like, this is the NBA. This is a real thing. Yes. This is like a real health pandemic danger. Right. Uh, and it's just not a smart thing to do. And so we turn around and go back home. It's fair. Uh, but you did all of the planning. But we did the all work. this planning, all this investing. We spent thousands of dollars. It took you that long to realize that it was a so bad idea. Right. That's the thing. That's did the no thing. one tell you before? And like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. No, people did. But people tell me that about a lot of the ideas. Okay. And uh, sometimes we, you know, usually it ends up going pretty well. But that's, that's, the, that's the problem with YouTube is that you're constantly chasing that next dopamine high. Yeah. And that's why, like, after that video especially – like surrounding myself with people who are looking out for me in my best interest and like will tell me no when something's too far because I want it so bad and I'm like yeah. so excited about YouTube that sometimes like my vision gets a little bit clouded and I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who will kind of like you know what you need back. you need a billboard a billboard yeah you got to do a some crazy billboard or something okay. like you know what Steve-O did he he yeah, taped, he taped himself, himself on the set of billboard. the you do something crazy like that now I think you need mainstream attention maybe you got to get on the news somehow that's, that's what I th- getting on TV or that's like getting deal. on a live news broadcast yeah, something that? like that I think would be I think it needs to be mainstream at this point that's the next step yeah that's a good point the Cybertruck one the Cybertruck was a good yeah. mainstream one I've gone so YouTube because I feel like you 
like really YouTube stuff does well on YouTube. Yeah. And it's harder to make mainstream stuff go big. But it's definitely something possible. with TikTokers. That's good. That That's would be good. another one. We're on the right page. Yeah. I don't do anything with TikTokers really. Okay. That, that probably needs to change. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Graham probably. and I are trying I, to get it. Or Graham is. He, he's what? made a TikTok. Technically, oh, you're doing something TikTok, with a TikToker yeah. right now. Graham's got like oh, 25,000 yeah. 30, followers. 30, right? 39, 40,000 followers. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like uh, you know who's slaying uh, freaking TikTok with finance stuff is freaking our boy Gary Vee. Is he really? Yeah, he's doing very well on TikTok. Oh, God. But he has these... Oh, wait, crap. We said, But he has these motivational clips. He's got these motivational clips, though, where he could get you fired up in 60 seconds. Correct. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yours are a little bit longer payoff. Right. I can't seem to get into it, though. That's my thing. It's just... I don't like it. Yeah. So I, I do it because I know I should be making TikToks, but yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yet. Maybe one day. I'm sure like three years from now, I'll look back at this and be like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. <laughs> right now, I don't like it. Maybe in the future, I will. I feel like you yeah. should maybe look into a, uh, like I have a guy who's editing TikToks for me mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's like a laborious task to yep. edit those TikToks down. Yep. Like you can find somebody who can just edit them down for you. Voice do like your voiceover yeah. or something like that. Oh yeah, you know what? Pulling a prank on like uh, someone from the hype house or something, or like a like a mainstream celebrity. You just, should like, parachute some... out of a airplane and land on that famous deck that they have. Oh, oh the hype house, house yeah. deck. They probably they probably be down. I would. I guess they. I wouldn't have to ask them. I would just do it, right? Yeah. That would yeah. be a good way. I've been trying to find a way to integrate getting my skydiving license into a video, and I can't think of anything. That's actually could be a good one. What would be the? What's the twist, though? You know, why am I skydiving into the hype house? I'm hyped yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five million house. subscribers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to steal clout. Yeah, to make a TikTok with like. There you go. Charlie D'Amelio. Maybe because oh. I thought it would be the most, I'm yeah. like the goal is to make the most viral TikTok of all time. So I thought right. skydiving into the most cloudy oh, house wow. and making a TikTok. Yeah. Just skydive into every house. Into every house. <laughs> you know what? Actually, this, this one brings up the question. What comments have you gotten that you just know you can't do? Oh my gosh. Uh, that could be good videos. But speaking of, speaking of the yeah. mainstream one, uh, one of my favorite content, one of my, oh, the, the White House is actually one that everyone oh, yeah. wants me to think of the White House. <laughs> Everyone, that's, that's, that's you know everybody. what the funny thing is. I was thinking that, but I knew it wasn't gonna happen, so I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. I knew that the was White so House funny. is a popular recommendation. Uh, the Pentagon, you just sneak into there, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Jake Paul snuck into the White House one time and it didn't go over well, so I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to be like Jake Paul, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, I think one of the ones I really liked was uh, delivering a compass to Kanye West because <laughs> apparently a few years ago Kanye West decided to sue. Uh, a compass company because he said that Wests are never lost and compasses are people for people who are lost. <laughs> no. That is a real thing that happened. Smart. Wow. That is a real thing that happened. So one of the top comments was to deliver a compass to Kanye West. I really like that. That's idea. a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. Very difficult. Love the idea. You can't Sky do that. I think house. I can do it. I think okay. I can do it. it. The problem is balancing ideas like that. That take that would take them. We could do it. It would take a month. Yeah. To coordinate all of that, and I would have to focus all of my energy on finding Kanye West and delivering a compass, and I would have to like put everything else to the side. So we would have to get like a month ahead of con- on content, and then I would have to spend the next thirty days. I navigating. love that idea. Yeah, yeah. You like it? I love it. You think the thumbnail and is, is and the title is Everything. delivering a compass to Kanye West? Yes. Do you think that joke is clear enough? I get it. You do. Yeah. Okay. But you, like I didn't yeah. have to explain it to you. No. Okay. Do you? Cool. I've never heard of the Kanye West suing the compass company. No, yeah. neither have I. But. 
just the compass. Just I'm thinking. I would west, click on west. that video. Delivering yeah. compass. I'm, I'm thinking the compass weird. is west. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. So yeah. I've just put the two and two together. That was it. Delivering a compass to Kanye. Yeah. See, I think it, I like I, it. I would also like you to see do a video uh, introducing Drake to Drake. Like Drake oh, Bell. Oh, that is Drake legendary. Bell to Drake. Whoa. That would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Can I put that in my video notes right now? <laughs> That's a really good idea. That is a crazy idea. I don't know how he's Introducing you... Drake to Drake? <laughs> Dude, that's legendary. And just, and just have the two of them shaking hands with you in the middle. <laughs> Drake Bell, I feel like, would be so down to do something. I don't know. But Drake's, the other Drake seems cool. What we would have to do is, is get less famous Drake. And then we would have. This is gonna be like a moment we clip in the future if this happens. I but wanted let, to have it just to <laughs> subscribe to the Drake podcast. To Drake. Yep, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one, Graham. Drake I like Bell, that. I think, would do it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm sure you could find somebody connected to. We would Drake have to Bell. become friends with Drake Bell to the point where <laughs> he would be down to hang out with us at any given time if we had a chance of meeting actual Drake, and then we would have to be able to get him to. And they're gonna make a collab. If oh. you could get them to sing the the theme song from uh, Drake and Josh, oh my god, wow, that's yeah. part two. And, yeah. and Drake gets a rap verse in that's it. That's a two parter. <laughs> 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 yeah. That would be good. He has to add a little bit though on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. What if they already know each other? <laughs> well, if we get a Facetime between yeah. them, does that count or no? No, no, you has to be in person. Yeah. It's got to be in person. A little bit harder during times, but. See, I think creative topics like that. No, I love uh, it. That's who's the, inspiring. Davies, what is it? Davies 504, the bass channel. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he plays the bass, and his his videos are all like uh, playing the Red Hot Chili Peppers with a chili pepper. Yeah. Or like just, just things like that. Um, all of his top videos were weird concepts like that that just do really well. Yeah, he's a great creator. Yeah, so I if you could Davies find concepts like that. What is the concept? I don't know who this is. Dave, he plays the bass, yeah. but he's just kind of like a meme channel. Okay. And he just does like really, really obscure things. Like he did like a live stream one time where I think he, he played the bass until. Um, oh, we hit uh, a million subscribers. Flea, or two million. like noticed him. On what? Oh, yeah. Until Flea tweeted at him. Yeah, until Flea from tweeted. The chi- uh, from the Chili Peppers. Yeah. He did, he did so he, he did? I think he played like Can't Stop, the bass line or something from yeah. that song from Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers until the bassist from that band wow. like tweeted at him or something. It's just constant? Yeah. Wow. But he's like a gnarly bassist and he does a lot of, he, he has great content. Really? Great content. Yeah, really funny stuff. You, you're, you're sold on this guy. Oh, he's I'm so good. I'm a total good. YouTube connoisseur as well. Are you? Absolutely. Yeah. Ever since but you I was, had to watch all my videos today to catch up? Yeah. Oh. No, here's the thing though. Because oh. I'm not, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just not kidding. a total like trendy content yeah. type of guy. You've like, got your like, channels. Yeah. Okay. I got my channels and then also like I go into like the deep dark depths of YouTube and yeah. watch like some weird videos. Do you? And I, yeah, like I, I don't focus so much on the creator. I just focus on the content. Like, cool. I, yeah. But like, I respect that. Yeah. yeah Hours cool. a day. Definitely. On YouTube. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid too like yeah. i had like my different phases i was like like 12 watching like white boy 7th street like yeah, like yeah, yeah, COD yeah. commenting or yeah like here playing can't stop until he can't stop yeah or Seriously. playing can't stop but i can't stop and he does the top comments too so he takes whatever the top comment is and does it and does it there's that's a, that's a it's and a uh and he just keeps playing it over an, how it's long just, is this video? Uh, that is an hour eight. Oh my gosh! I'm just playing the same lick over and over Ugh. and over again. Concepts like that, 
I like wacky it. things that you could just nail out on your own. Mainstream yeah. media. Mainstream media. Creative yeah. mainstream media. Ideas. Kanye West would be perfect for that. Kanye West's a good yeah. one. Drake to Drake is a Drake to Drake. Phenomenal idea. <laughs> Thanks. I love that idea. Who else? Who else? Uh, what other celebrities are there <laughs> besides Dr- Drake and Kanye? Go for like the big ones. Go for like Oprah. Oh my like, gosh, dude. Reintroduce introduce uh, Josh, Josh Peck and Oprah. to Oprah. Yeah, oh reintroduce them. Get them to have a reunion. <laughs> Here's that, that's like, did you, did you guys ever watch Nathan For You? Yes, I love I Nathan seen, For You. Yeah. All right, Best legendary TV show. TV show. Okay. They yeah. spend hundreds of thousands of dollars at it. You need to watch this show. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Have you, you probably didn't recommend it before. Maybe. Okay, it's about a guy. It's a Comedy Central show, but it's a real show. And it's about a guy who did okay in business school who basically goes into failing businesses and brings in new business ideas in order to increase business. Uh, but they're the stupidest ideas you ever heard, and then they actually implement them. Hmm. Uh, Nathan, like, I love that show, and, like, I try to structure content kind of similar to Nathan for you. He just puts in so much effort, and you see the effort he puts in in order to make this stupid idea come to real life. The problem, and it's like there's this balance of, like, what we're doing and what he does where he spends an entire month making one episode of a show. So it's like, there is a world where we introduce Josh Peck to Oprah. Yeah. But it's like some kind of balance of like the YouTube algorithm. YouTube is yeah. not going to like me for uploading once a month. Or maybe it will. Michael Reeves, Michael does, Reeves it. does that. Yeah. Michael Reeves does it. Mark yeah. Rober does it. They right. both have enormous But I don't know if YouTube honestly promotes Michael Reeves stuff that much. I think his content is just that perfect. Yeah. yeah. That like, if you know of Michael Reeves, if you're one of his subscribers and he posts, you're you watching watch that it. from you beginning anything. to You're you sucking you everything it, yeah. you can out of and that And then you're video. sending just, it to your friends yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the few people I send his videos to my friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but imagine, I mean, right? Like Josh Peck meeting Oprah. That's... A once in a maybe month that, video. Maybe you that's that. your new series. It's just introducing, introducing, introducing people. people. Yeah. And that's the top comment. It's yeah. like, who do you want me to introduce next? <laughs> and I'm like trying to get in the room. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that's a pretty funny series yeah. idea. People are going to take all these ideas and make them happen. Somebody's going to launch if a YouTube If someone could video. introduce Drake to Drake, I would be impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And post yeah, that yeah, on that's, YouTube, that's I would be yeah. thoroughly impressed. Yeah. you got to meet Elon Musk. Yeah. That would be a big that's one. That's the goal. That's the goal. That could I was, be a 10 million I only went to college for a year because I wanted to be the next Elon Musk. So hmm. I went to school for engineering, even though I had a 2.6 GPA yeah. in high school. And I was like, I'm going to force fit myself into being an engineer because I want to be the next Elon. Yeah. And it uh, didn't work out so well for me. So Sneaking into the new Tesla Gigafactory. That would be oh. huge. That's that's nice. That's nice, boys. Yeah. We, could, we can maybe do that. Maybe I snuck into the Gigafactory and stole a Model Y or a Roadster. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, See, some of these you just end up in criminal territory, though. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, just a, there's a line yeah. balancing on between a felony and like good yeah, quality. Right. Like you Contact. go from misdemeanor to felony so fast. Yeah. You go from misdemeanor sneaking in <laughs> to like very legitimate felony. Yeah. And you start stealing cars, right? So. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stole Jay Leno's McLaren P1 <laughs> yeah. and crashed it. Gosh, yeah. So we got to be careful with that balance. But yeah, Elon Musk, I think, would be a, a great person to Legend. meet. Yeah. Have you ever met him? No. I feel like I would, you guys I would good freak. Friends. I would freak out if I saw him. Is he like yeah. Is he like, like the guy? Yes. He's the guy. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one I, I think I'd rather meet more right now than Elon really? Musk. Yeah. Did you read his uh, the uh, biography about him? Mm-mm. Super, super interesting. I'm sure you probably know everything in the book anyway, but uh, I read it when I was like 18 and I thought that's what convinced me to mm-hmm. like be the next Elon Musk. Really? Very interesting human being, as you guys know. Yeah. But yeah. I'd love to meet him too. Gosh. What else do we have on the... Because we're, we're approaching the hour and a half. We probably should... I really like this house, dude. 
Thank you. Like the the roof and like the way it's kind of oh, like curved and stuff. I'll show you the uh, this the film studio. Oh, I have to see yeah, it. You got to see it. The it. infamous room. Okay, yeah, we have another segment, somewhat sim, not similar, but cool. not similar at all. But I love it. <laughs> not similar at all. <laughs> Close enough. There was one video that I fell in love with yeah. out of all your videos. It okay. was the one that the shirt that you're wearing actually right now. Oh yeah, yeah. We made like Pablo's pizza or yeah, something like that. Pablo's. So yeah, you made. <laughs> so what you what you did? If I'm getting this right, is yeah. you you got a bunch of like DiGiorno pizzas. Like, yeah. Not the best pizza. Yeah. And then you created your own Uber Eats restaurant. Correct. And then you hired Uber drivers to yeah. come and then take your DiGiorno pizza yeah. to people that ordered regular pizzas. Pablo's pizza. Sweet Pablo's. Sweet Pablo's. Correct. It's was a it, real thing. Was it profitable? No. I lost money on that video in a big way. <laughs> no. How'd you money. lose money, man? Well, I only I only I only served like five people. The problem with that is that you like have to pay for promotion on Uber Eats, yeah, or else you don't get orders. Oh, right. So I only sold like five pizzas, and then I and also I don't want to be selling like twenty DiGiorno's pizzas. Like I felt bad. I was sending the pizzas back with money, like oh. like twenty dollars. Okay, because I was wondering, like, there's no way someone's gonna be happy when they buy a twenty dollar pizza and no, then it's, it's a DiGiorno's pizza or it's bagel bites. Like yeah. I was sending out bagel bites. I was just sending out like bad pizza. So I would send them the pizza and I would send them money to make up for it. So there was no way I would be profitable. Did yeah. you get any reviews? Everyone asks that. I got shut down before I think I got to see the reviews. Mm. I thought you closed the store yourself. Uh, I closed the store because I started. It started. Uh, they started sending me paperwork asking me to shut the store down. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had to shut the store down after a few days. So I think I was getting some pretty negative yeah. reviews. I just didn't know where to mm. find them. Yeah. But yeah, that was a that was a really that took about a month to film that video. It was so stressful. I was waking up at like two o'clock in the morning because that's the only time that. People would be ordering for me because every other company would show up before me yeah. outside of that. But I was the only wow. one open 24 hours. Uh-huh. So that was like middle of the night was like prime time for me <laughs> to deliver pizzas. That's funny. Yeah, but we definitely operated that business in deficit. So that's, that's so hilarious. I we, love got, that we got, a, we got a, a secret part two coming to Sweet Pablo's here pretty shortly. Wow. Can't tell you a lot about it, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be Sweet Pablo's literally much bigger than uh, than it ever was. So. I'm yeah, excited. Okay. That'll be a good one in the next Very one. Cool. We got to order that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. We'll, yeah. Be a cons- we'll be a customer. I'll yeah. bring you guys to the, right, it'll be a physical location. Okay. So. Oh, we'll do it. Wow. That's, that's all it. I'm going to say. Let's that's do it. exciting. It's okay. like Nathan Fielder. Nathan for you. That's it. Cool. That's it. Let's do it. I mean, honestly, like we don't have any. Do that one idea, Jack, that we were thinking about. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Steaming. All right. So you had a video where you called a bunch of like random YouTubers. Yes. Who in your contacts right now are you comfortable enough to call and put on the line? A, a YouTuber? Yeah. yeah. Or anybody. Like the most famous person in my contacts? Yeah. If you uh, feel comfortable calling. Yeah. You obviously, like, don't do it if you're feeling yeah, If it's going to make it. you look bad, don't do it. Yeah. Well, listen, we can try to call anybody, right? We can try to call David Dobrik. We could try to call Drake. <laughs> I'm not joking at all. Which Drake? Like Drake, like Drake, Drake. Drake. And just you have like, his, wait, you have his number? I do have his number. How? Verified his number. Oh, right. I can't tell you guys. I can told you say it off the podcast? I can tell you guys off the podcast, but okay. I can't tell you on the podcast. But, but you can't tell us how you got the number? You have a, no. you have a, you have a guy. You got I have a, a guy. I have a guy. Uh, I have Charlie D'Amelio. Do we want to call her real quick? They're probably, I, I could call some people that will answer and I can call just like the most famous person. They probably won't. Why don't we do like one of each? Yeah, right. Let's do one of let's each. Let's call Charlie D'Amelio and see what happens. <laughs> All right, let's see. If she picks up, then we know we, we got the uh, title and thumbnail. Hey, it's Charlie. Sorry I can't get to the phone right now. I'll call you back as soon as I can. Thanks. Bye. 
Okay, never mind. Uh, that was instant instant voicemail from old Charlie. Ouch. Do you think she blocked you? It's, it's possible. <laughs> I think it would say disconnected if, if she blocked you. What about Drake? You think yeah, Drake will pr- probably not answer, but I can definitely give the Have guy you called call. him before? I have. Did he answer? He did not, but the guy who gave me the number uh, sent me some uh, voice memos from him, so I know that this is his real number. What would you say if you... Are you not nervous? I just... I'm nervous for yeah, you. I would think I'm it was like, pretty... I would, uh, I would probably have some fun with it. He's like, hey, man, love the last album. Maybe try to... Why not, I ever had why not, such a good song, Why man. not? Why not tell him that, like, hey, I got this idea for a video. I want you to meet Drake, Drake Bell. Yeah, he, be, pitch him the uh, idea. That, that's a good idea. We can uh, pitch him the idea. Say right that you'll promote his like next album or something in the video. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. I'll get hey, you I have like ten thousand more subscribers. Things. I would love to promote your album. Well, let's see if we can't pitch him on the idea. It's late in Toronto time now. Oh, oh. the wireless customer. You he are changed the number. Not available. That's about uh, a three-month-old number. Wow. How fast do you think celebrities change their number? I don't know. Uh, do we want to try to call anybody else? Uh, uh, Dobrik would probably be. I mean, who do you feel comfortable calling? I'm trying to think if I know anybody like that, I would like feel like super good about calling. Who is the most famous YouTuber that I'm like really good friends with? Tanner Fox. Oh, I could call Tanner. You guys know Tanner? I do. Yeah, call Tanner. We'll call Tanner Fox. What should we say to him? Just like, what up? Call Tanner Fox. Oh, you want to FaceTime him? Easy. Oh, dude, Jake Paul's not going to answer me. <laughs> I mean, I can call crazy people, but there's He's just crazy. Who's crazy? Who else is crazy on here? Billie Eilish. Oh yeah. Oh shoot. Billie Eilish. Shoot. Try Billie Eilish. Let's see if let's let's see if her uh, Billie Eilish. How do you get these numbers? I can't tell you guys. Well, tell can't. tell us off the. Record. I'll tell you off record. Right. I'll tell you off record. Let's see if she changed her number since last time. All right. What do we tell? What are we trying to do with Billy? You got to figure it out, man. I don't know. I didn't think this. I'm gonna say her Uber Eats order is here. Your call has been oh, forwarded she... to an automated voice message. <laughs> Immediately declined. Yeah, but that's but she's there clicking off that call. Yeah, yeah. She Billy got her attention just, for one tenth yeah. of a second. Billy definitely just sent her text to be like, "Hey, you got to FaceTime me." Ace. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna copy and paste whatever my last Uber Eats delivery person just told me and see if she replies back to that. Uber Eats. Wouldn't she think it's someone just pranking her though? Maybe, but maybe not. What if she What if she comes outside? Uber. Oh my god! Why would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> be the I mean, we we would have a great time here, right? If we if we got her on the why line. not? Why not just say like we're on a podcast? I don't know. She, she might she might just be willing hey, to Billy. do it out of her kindness of her heart. I don't know. I don't know. Billy Billy's a busy girl. You gotta you gotta just trick him, you know. All right. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, this is you so this such a weird feeling. Do. It's like exhilarating yeah. at the same time as like uncomfortable. But Isn't it nice? It's I a want little more. Bit of a high. <laughs> yeah, we gotta call more people. Uh, this is your Uber Eats. Delivery. I'm outside. Send. I feel like this is a... Oh, it's definitely delivered. I mean, it's definitely her number. <laughs> so. Good stuff. We'll see if we'll see if she texts back. How does it make you feel? I don't know. I, I didn't think we'd get this far. I didn't expect Billie Eilish. I mean, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was expecting it's, most likely Logan Paul. David yeah. Dobrik. Yeah. Um, YouTubers. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't know Charlie D'Amelio. Um... Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. You know about her, though. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, what else? I mean, is We there... just got to ask the last question, and then we sign off. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck mm-hmm. or a hundred duck-sized horses? Oh, my gosh. What is the right answer to this question? Oh, man. I think I would rather fight horse-sized duck, dude. 
That thing can kill you. That thing will kill you. I think 100 ducks because I think I could outrun them. We got to find a new question. Everyone says 100. No, really? no, yeah. no. Oh, who the, said? The, we've had like three people that say the other. Horse-sized duck? Think about how okay, strong its beak is. Right. That's it would snap your head off. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say and it would be very fast. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, it would not, kill you so fast. Because there's, there's a video that you did. That I did? Okay. We got a, we got a wet dollar bill. Okay. You did a video where you said that you're the best thumb wrestler. Oh, I'm the best. I'm the best thumb wrestler on planet Earth. Okay, well, if you can beat me, yeah, I'll give you twenty dollars. Okay, that's an easy twenty okay, bucks. I'll give you this. Right do here, do this you think? Wait, 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 wait. Do you think that you're good at thumb wrestling, or is this no. just something you picked up on? I, I, I'm not good at all, all actually. Right. So he thumb wants to give you money. Thumb war wrestling is one, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. There's no snake holes in this game. This is a this is a clean fight. Snake hole. Snake hole snake is like hole. the little game where you kind of go down here and like people try to. That there's none of that. All right. You feel me? Are we on the same page? Not a yeah, lot of rules. Dude, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my thumb over I your thumb, and I'm going to pin you. Oh, and, uh, I like the confidence. I like happen. the confidence. Not going to happen. I like the confidence, though. All right, let's you ready? go. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. Five, six, seven, eight. This will be a piece of cake. Here's what I will give you. We have very similar hands. Look at our thumbs. They're very similar. Regardless, I will take you down, though. You got to. Yeah, the table. Oh yeah, you guys are you're right. done, dude. You've what do you mean exposed, I'm done? You've already exposed yourself. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. You, you have to be on a table because you're gonna like you're gonna go and like oh yeah you're about. Done, I got dude. slimy fingers, man. You're like ah. almost done, pretty much. Yeah, I'll let you. Oh, oh. all right, you oh, got me. Done. You got this me. Is, hey, this is what hey. you subscribe for, guys. That's it. Twenty dollars. Why is it wet? Because he has a coaster. Oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Do I really get to keep this? Yeah. yeah. All right. Easy. We'll love being able to put the stores. Literally reinvest it. All right. Cool. Go straight to a like a store and get yourself something nice. Okay, I'll do that. Cool. I'll do All that. right. Uh, we should. Yeah, I think we're good. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I'll link all of your information down below in the description. Everyone watching at this point should subscribe. Thank we're you. Closer to a million. Uh, your information will be down below in the description. Uh, make sure to get your free stock down below in the description, too. It's worth at minimum $8. Have you signed up for Weeble yet? I'm going to after this. You better. Okay. Oh, and we got hats for you, too. Both of you. Yeah, we got two hats, hats. for you. Oh, you want amazing. Shirts? Yeah, we got shirts, too. We want it all. We got, we got it all. Uh, so with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching, and until next time. Until next time. Peace. So 17th ever episode. Oh, shoot. We should. I need it. However much money we've made. We got What? Because we every single episode of the podcast, we say how much, because it's a finance podcast, we say how much the podcast has made. Oh, cool. I'm excited to hear that number. Uh, you, it's $4,069. Wait, so, I'm going to say that? Yeah. So, Or, I mean, I could say it. It doesn't really matter. Okay. It, it's cool. up to you. Does the guest normally intro it? No. Like, on occasion. I'm definitely sometimes. down to intro it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. You sometimes. go for the money. Okay. All right. Go for it. Okay. Mm. Welcome. Wait. Hey everyone, this is going to be my options update. I am editing the video right now, and um, I didn't include my current status in the video. So I'm uh, I'm like nine for nine, and I have some open contracts right now that I'm down on, but I'm hoping that by the time the contracts expire that I will be in the green, but I will keep you in the loop. Yep.